0: You love wrestling podcasts, but hate all the ads. Well, you can get all the great podcasts early and ad-free at adfreeshows.com. It only starts at nine bucks a month, but you get exclusive series at adfreeshows.com like Title Chase, Eric Fires Back, Conversations with Conrad, and tons more, and a chance to interact with your favorite podcast hosts every month. See for yourself why thousands of other wrestling fans say adfreeshows.com is the best value in wrestling. Adfreeshows.com. You know, I get the question all the time. Conrad, I know you help people save money and you help people refinance, but could you actually help me buy a house? Yeah, buddy, come on now, buywithconrad.com is your hookup. And let me give you a heads up. You don't need a huge down payment to buy a house in 2022. In fact, you may not need a down payment at all. There are still loan programs out there that can get you out of your apartment and into a brand new house with no money down. And I know it sounds too good to be true, but buddy, we're doing it pretty routinely. And you don't have to be a veteran, but yeah, we can still help our veterans get into a house with no money down. But more importantly, we're going to help you get on the path to buy a house this year. You see, a lot of times we have these conversations and folks say, well, I've got a little bit of time left on my lease, or I'm not sure exactly when I'll be ready, or how much of a down payment do I need to save up? My advice, don't get ahead of yourself. Let's start the pre-approval process. Let's know what your new house payment could look like. You'll tell us how much down payments you want to have. Maybe the answer is zero. That's cool. And then you'll tell us what you want your monthly payment to be. And then you go shopping for your dream home. But step one starts at buywithconrad.com. And hey, did you know that when you go to file your taxes as a homeowner, you're going to get a statement back from your mortgage company that's going to say, hey, you can write off this amount of interest this year. How much of your rent are you writing off this year? None of it. Oh, and by the way, what's your interest rate on your rent? Well, that would be 100%, pal. You know you can do better than 100% interest. That's what rent is. Stop throwing your money away. And by the way, we can even help you get rid of your current house and get into a better house if you already have a house but you think, you know what? It's time for a new place. We can help you at buywithconrad.com. That's buywithconrad.com, B-U-Y with conrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. And be sure to ask about our green light underwrite. We can actually get your file completely underwritten, and that allows you to negotiate like a cash buyer at buywithconrad.com.
1: We're broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. Hello and welcome to ARN. This is Paul Bromwell and today I'm joined by the founder of the Four Horsemen, the creator of the Spinebuster, the Hall of Famer, the only man walking God's green earth that Conrad won't call an asshole for wearing white sunglasses. He's the enforcer. He's double a he's Arn Anderson. Arn, how are you this week? Is there a problem? Those white sunglasses <laughs> on other shows. He's, uh, he's had some things to say about guys who wear white sunglasses, but as we go through this show, my friend, you're going to see a clip where you're sporting those white sunglasses. So I think he'd walk it back. If he knew double a himself wore those white sunglasses.
2: Well, I guess there might be something me and Conrad are going to have to talk about.
1: (laughs) I think so. Man, I am fired up, though, about this show. So much going on. Uh, We had uh, a blast last week talking through March, specifically the build to the first-ever Clash of the Champions. This week, it's all about April 1988, and we're going to take an in-depth look into the month, and this time, our destination is the creation of arguably... The best version of the four horsemen. Arn, you ready to dive in, my friend? Yes, sir. This is one that's had a lot of
2: conjecture over the years. So let's go back and relive it. And maybe we'll change our mind about that. We'll yeah, see.
1: That sounds good to me, brother. All right, let's do this. The month of April begins at the Norfolk Scope. It's a regular stop on the loop. And in the follow up to the clash, you and Tully defeated Luger and Wyndham by DQ. The Horsemen weren't finished there, though. The Nature Boy, he defeated Sting in a steel cage match when you you threw Nature at Boy a chair that he would use on Sting. After the match, the Horsemen put a signature beatdown on Sting until Dusty, Dr. Death, Luger, and Wyndham saved the Stinger. The main event show that was recorded in March aired on April 3rd and featured a promo with all the Horsemen. An interview that saw both you and the nature boy putting the baby faces over. And then later on in the show, Arn the horseman challenged Luger, Wyndham, and Sting. We have all the closing moments of this match, Arn. We're going to check it out. Here we go. Is,
3: of course, this man in the ring, he is the master, the consummate professional wrestler as a heavyweight champion of the world. And Ric Flair, with a standing vertical suplex, can he nail the package with this one?
1: That crowd was red hot. Not just the closing, the entire match.
2: Those and those arenas. Did you see the sweat everybody had going? The everybody. Glistening. Those buildings were hot, and it just made the audience even hotter. You know, it was just like being in a boiler room, and uh, yeah, the crowd was just insane.
1: They're screaming the entire match. You had JJ with the assist. He tosses in the uh, the gimmick there to make sure the Horsemen get the victory. But this is everything you guys needed to follow up that Clash of Champions. Uh, the heat is on in more ways than one. You talk about your bodies glistening, but uh, you, you continue that heat. The Horsemen pick up the you know the victory with the foreign object, and uh, it, it's it's a lot of fun, man. It, it, it's it's a crazy time of the business. Allegedly. A foreign object. So we saw the. Allegedly. So we saw the ever important JJ Dillon throw the gimmick to Tully, who proceeded to pound Barry with it, picking up the win. And if you're in need of a gimmick that can help you pound someone into submission, Look no further than Blue Chew. It's time to dig yourself out of that winter hibernation. Spring is here, and it's time to get sprung with Blue Chew. That's right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew, guys, and it can take your confidence to the next level. It can also help in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate That's where Blue Chew comes in. It's that unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night. Whenever that moment hits you, you can take those those, uh, Blue Chew tablets and be ready whenever the opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door. And the best, it's in a discreet package. Does it get any better than that? Arn, they say first impressions are important. What about lasting impressions, my friend? Paul, you're such a beast. I had no idea.
2: When I woke up this morning, I didn't. The last thing I expected was to hear you saying you were going to pound somebody into submission. <laughs> oh, Arn! Oh, it's not old Arn. It's old Paul. <laughs> but it's a hundred percent correct. You want to? You want to turn into Superman? Blue the way to do it.
1: It is. And if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ARN. At checkout. Man, I love doing that. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code ARN to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank bluechew for sponsoring the podcast. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about Arn, later that day, wrestling from the Omni, you defeated the Italian Stallion in an underneath match. Tully lost a singles match to Barry Windham, and Flair defeated Sting. While we're here, any fun memories of working with, or just in general, of the Italian Stallion?
2: Well, the word on the street, and don't, I'm not going to out anybody because that would probably even right today would be the wrong thing to do. But the Italian stay-in, they say, had some Italian ties. It wasn't about garlic. wasn't about pasta. It was the <laughs> other type ties. If you watch The Sopranos, you get my drift. We get it. And the word on the street was he was a leg breaker. Now, I know that he was a big, strong young man, uh, had amateur background and uh was pretty pretty damn tough kid from what i've heard uh he just didn't have quite enough experience in this go around but uh he was no slouch
1: make make no mistake you're not the first person who, sh- who shared some of that about him. I've heard uh, Tony Schiavone, your buddy, mentioned a few things about that as well. So uh, you're definitely not off on your analysis of Mr. Stallion. So there we go. Uh, April 6th, Jim Crockett Promotions. Oh, I love saying that phrase. Great wrestling. Recorded an episode of World Championship Wrestling from the TBS Studios in Atlanta that aired on April 9th. Arn, this is the first TV taping coming after the Clash of the Champions, and the full court press to the Crockett Cup is on. This is also the first show we saw Dusty as the Midnight Rider. You remember that one, right? Dusty in the in the uh, the old mask, yeah, Midnight sure. Rider deal. Yep. Mm-hmm. He. Uh, this is uh, following his one hundred and twenty day storyline suspension after the attack on Magnum T.A. back in March. Last episode, we left the reason for the suspension open ended. But the follow-up research indicates this decision was strictly a creative one. So it was all about debuting him as Midnight Rider. Isn't that fun?
2: Well, it's, you know, you could get away with stuff like that back in the day. It was tongue-in-cheek. Everybody in the building knew who it was. Yes. Obvi- obviously, that's what made it so entertaining.
1: It was. It was entertaining, man. I remember that as a kid. Like, Midnight Rider, we all know that's Dusty Roads, But it was still something different. You know, and different was good in certain things, and, and, I, and we enjoyed it. On the show, you and Tully defeated Kendall Windham and Mike Jackson in just under two minutes. After the match, you and Tully and JJ are interviewed by the voice of wrestling and fellow AFS colleague Jim Ross. We have the match on, and we have the interview. Let's take a look
3: excellence in professional wrestling the four horsemen it's
4: going to happen first of all that is friday night april the 22nd let's not be talking about dates let's talk about the issue at hand just about the time that I think justice has finally prevailed. I've got a little confidence back in our judicial system. I have to look at this blatant miscarriage of justice because that's exactly what it is. How can you stand out here with straight face and look at the same monitor that I'm looking at seeing this person called the Midnight Rider knowing wholeheartedly that it's none other than the American dream Dusty Rhodes who is supposed to be under suspension for 120 days. How do you know that? How do, how do you I know I that? Know but it but because I'm lied, <laughs> and I've spent a fortune on these nonsense. That's how I know it. I know that man inside and out. And you may be an idiot, though. I've always had a lot of respect for you, but I can't help but believe that any one member of the board of directors, if they sat and looked at that tape, would have to choke on their coffee because it's so obvious who it is. So if I gotta get back to the boardroom, if I've gotta get some copies of this videotape and send them to every member and say, take a good look at it, Dusty Rhodes went over the line. He cracked. He took a baseball bat and hit officials of the NWA. That's the bottom line. Suspended for 120 days and just about the time we're willing and ready to celebrate this moment before the champagne paint is even had time to get cold. I have to look at a monitor and see this midnight rider. Well, something is going to be done about
3: it. You got something to say about this? You yeah, What's wanna...
4: something to say? It's more a case of Molly Colin Rose and he makes too much money to be Molly Colin.
3: All right, ladies and gentlemen, the horsemen are quite upset of the appearance of the Midnight Rider, and you'll see Sting right after we come back.
1: Okay, so a few things here. First of all, J.J. says, because I'm blind and spent a fortune on these glasses. <laughs> uh, you, He is, this is like we're playing the hits of J.J. Dillon recently, man. He is just so, so good. I know we've said it before, but he's fantastic here.
2: You got to relive it and get a dose of it like we're doing now to really realize just how good he is. What an intelligent, articulate guy, big time.
1: He really is. And Arne, the other thing I noticed here, you you changed up your look just a little bit. Is it because we're approaching the summertime? I'm seeing a little bit of blonde in Arne Anderson. I don't know if you found the peroxide or the sun in or but you're going to see that as we go here. You're looking a lot blonder, my friend. You know, in those days... <clears throat> squirt, squirt a
2: lemon on your head, get out on the deck for an hour. There you go. You could be blind. I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, that you had the lemons working then, my friend, because uh, we're going to see this as the clips go. You're looking blonder than ever. The sun's shining. The tan has uh, is, is arriving, and you looking looking like it's ready for summertime. Uh, but we'll move on. It's April 8th. We're at the Nassau Coliseum this time with only 4,500 in attendance for the early show, down from the initial 10,000-plus in the Jim Crockett Promotions debut. You're second from the top. You and Tully lose to Wyndham and Luger by DQ. The main event, Road Warriors versus the Powers of Pain. Wow, that's that's some big-time beef and muscle in the ring there. The other half of the Jim Crockett Promotions crew ran the Richmond Coliseum in the main event. Flare and sting man talk about two uh top-notch cards there aren't in the past you've said a lot of times with lower houses people just didn't want to see it this is in the heart of wwf country as well a 50 percent decline seems a little bit steep and the road warriors and powers of pain are perfect for an audience used to seeing big men in those territories what's your thoughts on this and what
2: town are we talking
1: nassau coliseum so we're in the northeast
2: yeah yeah that was Fence a stronghold, that New York area. You know, the first time they're going to turn out because of curiosity, and then they may go back and uh, be loyal to, to their home team. I know this. Let me just make a side note about the Powers of Pain and the Road Warriors. They took this angle with those guys. The four of them took it very, very serious. And I was, I walked in the gym one day, and this will, this will uh, appeal to... People that work out all the time, power lifters, Olympic lifters, they will all get what I'm about to say. So I, I go in and it just so happens Barbarian, it's in Charlotte, it's a King's Gym, I believe it was, uh, over on South Boulevard where a lot of the guys trained. I happen to walk in and there's Barbarian and the Warlord. And buddy, they're on the incline and there was five. 35 on the incline. Now, I'm not talking about the Smith machine. I'm talking about just an incline bench. Both of them, each one, I sat there and watched them do 535 for five reps on incline.
1: My goodness.
2: Warlord, Barbarian. That's serious weight, Paul. Mm. Serious weight. So they took this, you know, weightlifting angle and, uh, their chance to, you know, throw hands with the road warriors. They took it very, very serious.
1: My goodness. They were all larger than life, man. Just massive, huge. And you thought if anybody could take on the road warriors, it's those guys, the power of Pain. powers of pain, whoever matched up warlord and barbarian were genius the powers of pain to me as a kid. Again, you know, in, in that time frame. They were definite challengers, in my mind, to the Road Wars. They looked like them. They were built as big, if not, as, to your point, bigger. And so that was a, a fun matchup for sure.
2: And, you know, Animal was really, really strong. Hawk had those big traps, yes. big neck, good good physique. But he wasn't quite as strong as any of the other three, Animal or the other two. And then you add in, you know, Barbarian, you add in the Island Boy ingredient, Mm. Which makes them double tough. Right. Every island boy that I've ever met is a tough sum bitch. <laughs> and he would be one of those.
1: Oh, I always hear the stories about Ming or Haku, whatever you want to call him. Man, he's another one. Yes,
2: sir. You well, know, he well it, Ming may be the still be the world champion. Who knows? Nobody's gonna challenge him,
1: but <laughs>
2: put Barb in that
1: class. Wow, my goodness! Well, listen that we're talking about all this activity here on this state, April eighth and by the way, later that evening you're wrestling again because that's just what you guys did. You and Tully wrestled Barry and Dr. Death at the Sam Houston Coliseum, so again, the travel was only made possible by those costly private planes. I'm sure yeah, it's the only way you can do it there's no other way to do it. Chili sleep Arn. back in the day when you guys were racking up miles and traveling in the ring, all the horsemen could have benefited from chili sleep. I'm telling you science tells us that the best way to achieve and maintain consistent deep sleep is by lowering core body temperature. Temperature controlled sleep repairs muscles after a hard day's work and improves cognitive function. So you're always ready to start your day feeling sharp and alert Chilly Sleep makes customizable, climate-controlled sleep solutions that help you improve your entire well-being. These luxury mattress pads keep your bed at the perfect temperature for deep sleep. Whether you sleep hot or cold, these sleep systems are designed to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and give you the confidence and energy to power through your day. Arn, there's nothing better than a good night's rest, is it right? Am I right? They're just
2: catching up to what I've been saying for years and drives my wife crazy. Here's the formula for a good night's sleep get it ice cold and black dark. Chilly sleep has caught up. Unless they're talking about passing out with, you know, chilly three ways on your chest or something. Unless <laughs> we're going some yeah. other way, but I think we're all talking about just a nice, cool that's right comforting atmosphere
1: you're exactly right buddy i'm a hot sleeper myself my wife tells me that i'm like sleeping next to a toaster oven but not anymore not with chili once my spine hits the bed with that all-important chili sleep mattress pad buddy it's just like i took a double drop kick from the rock and roll express i'm not kicking (laughs) out for a long time so Head over to chillysleepcom slash ARN to learn more and save 30% off the purchase of any new cube or older sleep system. This offer is available exclusively for ARN listeners and only for a limited time. That's chili, C-H-I-L-I sleep.com slash ARN to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up refreshed every day. Arn, it's April 9th, and 4,000 fans at the Philadelphia Civic Center for a matinee show were treated to a main event tag team title match where you and Tully fell short to recapture the tag titles when Wyndham pins you. And then four days later, on April 13th, Jim Crockett records an episode of World Championship Wrestling that airs on April 16th. You and Tully make quick work of two enhancement talents Last names are Bowman and Paradise. I didn't make that up. Following the match, you, telling and J.J., what a dynamic trio. Join David Crockett at the desk. Here we go. Okay.
4: number one seed is a
3: A chance for $1 million. I know you're excited. And I also know you're excited about your chance to unmask the Midnight Rider in a bull
4: road match. Well, first, let me say the nature boy, Rick Flair, the World Heavyweight Champion, is not here tonight. Making one of his numerous personal appearances, but of course he's always with us in spirit. And I'm reminded of the words of the Nature Boy when he said, "The four horsemen are professional wrestling. And let's face it, we are the Crockett Cup." And it's no more obvious than when you look ahead to next week, next Saturday night, the night of the finals, Rick Flair will defend the world title against Nikita Koloff. He's got a lot of pressure. He's defended that title against all comers. Next week is going to be no exception. Kelly Blanchard, Arn Anderson have the pressure of going after the Crockett Cup and $1 million. So right away you say, OK, James J. Dillon... Jimmy Parker got real cute with you, put your name on an open contract that you gave him in good faith, and now you got to face this Midnight Rider in his specialty, this Texas Bull Rope match, and boy, you're going to get busted up real bad. Where are you going to get your help from? Well, let me remind you of something. As we've already seen by the words of Dick Murdoch, Kevin Sullivan, Jim Cornett, there's a lot of people in the professional wrestling world. And I don't care if their motive is jealousy or greed or revenge or whatever it is. There's a lot of people that want to see the wrestling world rid of the likes of Dusty Rhodes. And I know the Midnight Riders, Dusty Rhodes, let's say that right out front. Now I have no delusions of grandeur. I don't know in the back of my mind next Saturday in Greensboro if I can defeat Dusty Rhodes in a bull world match. I really seriously doubt that I can. But you see, I don't have to to get what I want. All I need to do is just get one good lick in there with that cowbell, just stunning for a minute, just long enough to pull that mask off and expose to the whole world that he is not back, Dusty Rhodes, and then he's suspended, not for 120 days, but by Jim Crockett's own words, one year, everywhere in the world, and even three times world champion, out of the limelight for one year, Dusty Rhodes, you can kiss your career goodbye. Let me remind you, pal, the four horsemen. We got a lot of friends, and the horsemen will be there. Ha <laughs> ha! JJ, you set it off because you know they talk about the baddest of the bad and the evilest of the evil and the backstabbingest bunch of guys there are, and that's what this is. That's why we're on top of the heat. And you know, you talk about that man up there. He's gonna be bad. You should have stayed on vacation because Big Man, this ain't gonna get it done. You're going down just like Sting did. And you know what? When you and I get in the ring, you just got a taste of what peaking for the moment of competition is all about. You saw the horsemen peak in the room. David that the horsemen, throughout their history, have been called a lot of things. But there's one thing nobody can ever deny. We've got class. We're the first to buy a round of drinks. And the reason, the reason we are called class, we conduct ourselves like class X. Everywhere we go, whether it be a restaurant, a mall, a nightclub, or just some little kid that's got something to say if we got the time. Now, a lot of people don't like us, but there's a lot of wrestlers in this business that are jealous of us because of one reason. You see, nobody gave us a lot of money or a big contract or a big bonus on potential. They gave it to us on our track record. First time we came to Jim Cracker Promotions, myself, Tully Branchard. anybody else, Rick Flair, JJ Dillard, we weren't tested. And by God, we had to come out and draw money, put butts in seats, and that's why we dictate what we are, which is the elite of this business, the horsemen throwing the Cracker Cup, we're going to add a million dollars to our city, we are the finest, we will manifest ourselves at the Cup.
1: All right, let's go to the ring. Well, there we go, Warren. It's uh, that's pretty intense promo there by all you guys. Looking good. You're ready for the Crockett Cup.
2: Yeah, and everybody's promo and approach is different. You know, it, it's interchangeable. JJ started, Tully second. I went last. That's fine. It, in those days, it didn't matter. We could. We were up. The pieces were interchangeable.
1: Well, I'm I'm kind of excited about this next thing. This is new for us. Uh, the next day in Greenwood, South Carolina, another TV taping. This time, you and Tully fought Doctor Death and Barry Wyndham to a time limit draw, and aren't something kind of cool that we found with the help of the ad free team. And it's an advertisement from this very show. So I want to show this to you now. Check it out, man. There it is. This is the actual advertisement for that show. It's uh, you and Tully versus Dr. Death and Barry Wyndham at the Greenwood Civic Center, Thursday, April 14th from 1988. And uh, that's the original ad from the newspaper. How cool is that? Dr. Death looks like
2: a frigging Sasquatch.
1: <laughs> he does. <laughs> not sure what was going on with that picture or the newspaper print.
2: I'm not asking anybody.
1: Oh, you can, you can but... No, pretty, no, no. Pretty
2: frightening, isn't it?
1: It is. But that must have been the standard uh, photos that they had for you because uh, I got uh, we found Richard Land is our buddy that helps us, and he uncovered this. But I thought, man, this is really cool, something we don't have to hopefully filter out for our YouTube audience as well. But this is it, man. This is how they would advertise these upcoming cards as you guys would make your way around the towns. And uh, they talk about the TV tapings at the bottom with Al Perez, Ricky Santana, the Sheep Herders. You got Nikita versus Tiger Conway, Sting, and Shaska. But there you are, Telly versus Barry Windham. Man, this has all the feels right here at the Greenwood Civic Center. Pretty cool, uh, huh?
2: Yeah, and the disclaimer at the bottom right, subject to change.
1: Subject to change. There you go.
2: Which gave you the out to put whatever you wanted to out there. But, you know, you got some names, and you certainly know the audience at that point in time knew that even if they weren't listed, that you were probably going to be at a TV taping so they didn't have to put every single star. Uh, And that you would go to the town, you would see these in store windows and see them nailed to telephone poles, you name it. Old school way of promoting.
1: Yep, grudge tag match, and you guys are the headliners. I thought that uh, that was pretty cool there. So we move on. It's April 15th. The NWA officially strips Dusty of the U.S. title because of the suspension for 120 days. So we've already seen the Midnight Rider on TV tapings, but now the storyline is catching up to the syndication. And that night in the main event at the Boston Garden, man, what a historic building. Dusty Rhodes, Sting, the NWA Tag Team Champions, Luger and Barry Windham, defeated Ric Flair, Ivan Koloff, Arn Anderson, and Tully Blanchard in a steel cage match. The following day, Chicago, 3,500 people at the UIC Pavilion. They watched you and Tully in a losing effort to Lex and Barry. You guys continue to go at it with Lex and Barry uh, as, as even after Clash of the Champions. And then on April 17th, don't be shocked, Jim Crockett tapes multiple shows. The episode of World Championship Wrestling that aired on the 23rd that included the match with you and Telly taking on Barry and Luger. We're going to put a pin in that for a moment and discuss that match here in a few minutes. But in the dark match, following the NWA Pro taping, the same day, Sting, Wyndham, and Lex Luger, they defeated you in an elimination match. Big-time matches going on here. And following that television taping, you and Rick wrestled at the Charlotte Coliseum, taking on Wyndham and Luger in the main event. Next day, the beat goes on. It's a six-man tag team, West Palm Beach, where the Midnight Rider, Sting and Luger, defeat the Horsemen in about 14 minutes. And then on the 19th, 4,500 in attendance at the Knight Center in Miami. You lost to Luger by way of a count-out. And now, Arn, we are here for the conclusion of the angle that's been building for nearly 90 days. In Jacksonville, Florida, on April 20th, Jim Crockett recorded an episode of World Championship Wrestling that aired on the 23rd. And then this taping, arguably the greatest incarnation of the Horsemen is formed when Barry Windham turns on Lex Luger, helping the Horsemen defeat the Twin Towers, that's what they were called, and therefore become the two-time NWA Tag Team Champions. Arned throughout the entire match, J.J. harassed and belittled Barry About Luger's inability to help him. You and Telly and JJ had jumped on Luger early and kept him on the floor, effectively making this a handicap match. For 15 minutes, you and Telly take turns beating on Wyndham. And just my own opinion if anyone out there doubts just how good Barry is, stop this podcast, go watch the match, come back to us. Arn, we have the closing moments of this match and the fallout. Let's take a look at it.
4: stirring the pot.
1: Yes, he is.
3: James Jay continues to talk the Barry
2: window. There may not be a man for to tag. There's a man trying to get up, a. Teddy Long is your official. a trivia. Else, man brother they are killing it right now telling the story Tony
3: But my God, he tried with every ounce of heart and soul. He had to get back in the ring and help his partner. What in the world is his fault? What in heaven's name can Barry Windham be thinking about? What possessed him to do that? Not Barry Wyndham. I can believe it to some people, but not Barry Windham. And I, Barry Wyndham, you and I know, Tony. No, you're exactly right. A lot of questions need to be answered. That is a stunned look on the face of Nikita Kolov. You see the Midnight Rider in here. Not. Uh, only thing I can say, man, it is total shock, not only here in Jacksonville, but I'm sure nationwide, as we have witnessed the last thing in the world we expected. What in the world happened to Barry Window? Luger was trying to get back in the ring. He did everything he could, and the midnight order, I don't know where he's going, but he looks like he means business. Nikita called out Dr. for helping Luger out of the ring. try to follow the midnight rider Jim as we do I think I'm sure we have sound back there why don't we just let the video speak for itself here
1: That was I, I, That was some fun stuff, man. Now listen, I got I gotta say this. If you're a member on adfreeshows.com, you're gonna get as your bonus show this week with this month, should I say, with Arn Anderson, John Alba and Arn sit down and they watch that entire match, right? In its entirety of that tag team match in that turn. So they're gonna do a watch along for that. Uh, so check that out. It's gonna come out after this show drops. But Arn, thoughts on that? You guys put the match on, you completed the angle. Why is it now? It's it's it must be it's the time to for Barry to turn and complete the Horseman. Why do you think this all worked, man? Well, you
2: heard one of the announcers, and I think it was Jr. say, "No, not Barry." And I think that said it all. Nobody believed Barry Wyndham would go with us. He was a standalone kind of a guy. He was like a lone wolf type type guy. Uh, career babyface just people loved him they they just they did the girls loved him the kids loved him and the guys loved him they wanted to be him uh, which is one of the keys when you're a top babyface. and uh the story we told i thought worked you know to the naked eye if you're barry Wyndham, he keeps looking at his corner. He needs to make a tag, and there's nobody there, and he's wondering where Luger is, and that can build and build and build, and pretty soon you get just get pissed off. feel like you're in the match by yourself. He didn't realize that we were using the numbers and using J.J., Tully, and myself to keep Luger out of the fight, and uh, if you're Barry Windham, in his mind, he had enough, and uh, with J.J. constantly stirring the pot,
1: i, it I thought it down. was i thought it was so cool how the, it's the entire heel locker room trying to rip that mask off dusty just not the horseman the midnight express are in there all of them everybody that's a heel wants to expose dusty Rhodes in that moment and that just shows you the there's just the importance of that whole storyline and having all of them want to tear that mask off of them it was just powerful it was cool yep.
2: story storytelling
1: yep Well, listen, I know uh, that you're a Dusty Rhodes guy. You and I have talked about that through and through, and rightfully so. He did a lot for you, did a lot for the creative. But I will say the Midnight Rider angle has been characterized over the years as the beginning of the end for Dusty creatively, meaning some people say that he was running out of ideas. What are your thoughts on the Midnight Rider uh, and all of that?
2: Uh, Well, maybe. You know, you can't – got to remember – In those days, you very seldom had a crew of people that worked for an individual territory, whether it be uh, Dallas or it was Memphis or it was out on the coast in Portland, Oregon. You didn't have a crew of guys that actually stayed together with a particular company for years, it would be six months, eight months, nine months. You would start having to... Because remember, you were in the same town a lot of times before we started expanding every week. You'd go back to Greenville every week. Go back to Fayetteville every week or every other week. So the point is, <clears throat> we had a crew together that was had been together for a couple of years now, and we were starting, you know... You're starting to run out of ideas, some people would say, but my God, who can who can have enough new, fresh ideas to be running the amount of towns we were, doing the amount of TV we were doing. I think people gotta cut a whole pull up a little bit and go, well Jesus, I mean everybody runs out of ideas. Yeah. Um it really does. And I think if we made a mistake We were still taking our crews out to towns that were dead, areas of the country that were dead. If we would have made a more conscious uh, move as to what towns we ran and stick with the ones on the East Coast, there were a lot of cities in the South that weren't getting shows. That was the mistake we made. It wasn't a lack of creativity, and it damn sure wasn't a lack of guys working their ass off because you had a crew of guys that could outperform any other crew assembled probably in history.
0: So by now you know the Fed has raised interest rates, and they're telling us they're going to raise rates six more times this year. What does that mean for you? It means waiting will only cost you money. If you've been thinking about building, if you've been thinking about buying, if you've been thinking about refinancing, the time to act is now waiting will cost you money. I urge you. I encourage you. Just let us run the numbers for you. If you want to buy a house, go to buywithconrad.com. If you want a lower monthly payment, go to save with And I know what you're thinking, man, can I really save money if rates are going up? Absolutely. Because if you've got credit card debt, if you've got a second mortgage, if you need to make improvements to your home, there's not a better, easier, faster, more economical, cheaper way to borrow this money than to use your current equity in your house. Here's what we're talking about. All of a sudden, our houses are worth more than ever in the last couple of years because the real estate market is hot, 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 daddy. Now, what you do with this debt, once you owe that debt is up to you. So if you don't do what I'm encouraging you to do and go to savewithconrad.com and man, just keep making the minimum payments. Now they're going to jack up your interest rates on your credit cards too. Just so you know, we're not just talking about home loan rates, but all the money is about to get more expensive. Now you're right now sitting at an interest rate on your credit cards. That's way too high. I don't know how high, but you may not either. Is it 19%? Is it 29%? Here's what I know. It's going up. And if you feel stuck, if you feel like you're making the minimum payments, if you don't feel like you have a real plan to get out of debt, Now's the time to make that plan, baby. Save with Conrad.com. We can help you knock out all that debt, even let you skip your next two house payments, and more importantly, pay your house off faster. When we're really talking about saving on a refinance, the term is the killer. If the bank can trick you into giving them 29% of your gross monthly income every month until you die, it's mission accomplished for them. Don't take my word for it. Throw it in your Google machine. Mortgage is Latin for pledge until death. They put you in this thing to keep you beholden to them every month until you die. That's not the American dream. The dream is to get out of debt. I want to help you get out of debt today. Make a stand today. Tell the banks to stick it, brother. We're going to show them how to get out of debt faster and with cheaper monthly payments. If you've got car loans, check, I can handle that. you got credit card debt, check, I can handle that. Oh, and here's a pop quiz for you. Have you always wanted to do one thing to your house? Whether we're talking about upgrading your kitchen, upgrading your bathroom, putting in a pool, putting in a man cave, let's make someday today. All that's going to do is make your house worth even more. You're going to create even more equity. But at the same time, you're going to get those repairs or improvements done with no money out of pocket. You hear me? Why would you not do this? Get the dream house with the dream payment right now at savewithconrad.com. And if you're still throwing your money away on rent, I urge you, I encourage you. This is the year to take action. There is no stopping this real estate boom right now. I cannot believe what's happening, and I want you to be a part of it. Had you done it two years ago, you'd already be rolling in the dough, baby. What's that old proverb? The best time to plant a tree was 100 years ago. The second best time is now. Something like that. The second best time to buy a house is now. Find out how much money you can save when you stop throwing your money away on rent. And you actually build some wealth for yourself at buywithconrad.com. And buddy, we're licensed in almost all the states. Don't take my word for it. I know it sounds weird. Wait, the podcast guy about wrestling can help me save money. Go check out my reviews, conradreviews.com. You'll see more than a thousand reviews. Our average is like 4.71 or 4.72. You know what that means? Pretty, pretty, pretty good. We're going to save you some cash. You're going to love it. Run the numbers with me. No cost, no obligation. Buy with Conrad if you want to buy. Save with Conrad if you want to save. Either way, I can hook you up. Savewithconrad.com, NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. And, oh, by the way, don't be nervous about talking about your credit report. I don't care that you had a late here or there. I don't care that you had a bankruptcy back in the day. I'm not going to tell you no. Now, I might say not yet, but here's how. You need a plan to get out of debt. You need a plan to buy a house, and I can help you with that plan at SaveWithConrad.com or BuyWithConrad.com. Or, hey, man, maybe you don't want to do that. Give us a call, 888-425-0105. Or just drop me a line. Yes. Email me Conrad at save Time to tell you about something I'm super passionate about protecting your family. Yes, this is a life insurance ad for goliathlife.com. But to me, this is really about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance yet. We never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. We're all going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit goliathlife.com. And I mean right now, and just personally, I've lost two friends in their forties this past year and a half, and I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through. Had they not had life insurance? If you don't have it, get it, protect your family. And I suggest you go to goliathlife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance. There's no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle. Hell, not even a phone call. Goliath Life is life insurance in your hands, on your time. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy
1: clicks right now at GoliathLife.com. Well, Arn, no, good stuff makes a lot of sense. It's April 22nd. We move on. It's the day before the angle, this angle that we just watched, is shown on TV. And it's the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup for 1988. It's at the Memorial Auditorium in Greenville, South Carolina. Tony Schiavone makes the announcement that Barry will not be in the tournament. Instead, we learn that Sting will team with Lex Luger. You and Tully were seeded number one. And why not? You are the best tag team in wrestling, so it only makes sense. And Arn, as I was doing a little digging for this show in this episode, I remembered that I had something in my own private collection that I wanted to show you this week as we get into the Jim Crockett, and that is the original program from the Jim Crockett Memorial Senior oh. Cup. And as I go through this program, for those that are on ad-free shows, you can see the video of it. You open up the magazine, and it talks about team by team. And we get to Arn and Tully and Arn, I'm going to read a little excerpt here that is written about you and Tully from the original program. It says, although these members of the four horsemen are no longer world champions, having lost their belts to Barry Windham and Lex Luger, they remain the number one seed at the time of the seedings, they were reigning champions, but more importantly than that, Anderson and Blanchard have the best win loss record in the NWA since last September. They have truly been a dominant force in tag team wrestling. Just when you think you have the horsemen down, states James J. Dillon, the horsemen are at their best. Sure, Tully and Arn suffered a minor setback when the Twin Towers had the match of their lives. But tradition runs high in the horsemen, just as it does in the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup. Winning that beautiful trophy and having $1 million would sure set the ball rolling again. I think our mental attitude is so keen right now, we should storm through the tournament. And Tully Blanchard, along with Arn Anderson, may just storm through the competition for being a horseman is to be the best. To win the Crockett Cup states that you are the best. Here it is, the number one seed in this tournament. As you can see right there, it's Arn and Tully, and it says number one right there below your picture. So there you go, man. It's the original... the original program. I picked this up several years ago, and it has the entire match list thing. So, what do you think, man? Who wrote that article? Uh, that was probably just written by. They have a lot of. They have a dedication to Jim Crockett uh, Senior at the beginning of it, as you can see there, and they have write ups for every single tag team that's in the tournament. Uh, so it's it's a lot of fun, and it, it take goes all the way to uh, you know Ric Flair and uh, and Nikita Koloff in the main event. You got the uh, the Midnight Rider. And, and and tag and Magnum T.A. in his corner with James J. Dillon as well there pictured. So one of these days when you and I are together, sir, I'm going to have to bring this and maybe have you sign it for me. But uh, a lot of fun there, and I thought we're covering this today. I want to break it out and share it with you right here on the show Well, tonight.
2: thank you for sharing that. And whoever wrote the article is brilliant.
1: <laughs> sure are. So listen, you guys are the number one seed. You earned a first-round buy. Opening the second round, you and Tully defeat Italian Stallion and Kendall Wyndham. when you hit the DDT on Stallion as he tried a backdrop. The next day, the Crockett Cup continues, and this time it's in Greensboro Coliseum, which this says right here at the bottom of the program. 22nd was Greenville. 23rd is Greensboro, North Carolina. You're in front of 6,200 paying fans. The show opened with the announcement concerning Ron Garvin's injury. And Barry Wyndham had joined the Four Horsemen. JJ took on the Midnight Rider in a Texas death match, which I just spoke about, is in the program. And as you've indicated before, Arn, this was the Midnight Rider specialty, and JJ bled like a stuck hog for his part. I tell you what, man, JJ, for everything he did in front of the mic, he wasn't afraid. As you said last time, he was a bump master, and he wasn't afraid to bleed either, you know? And, and he did it again, once again, here at the Crockett Cup.
2: John, J.J.'s a pro. Yeah. Major, major pro.
1: Yeah, he certainly was, and so he took his beating again here. In the semifinals of the event, you and Tully defeated the Fantastics when you pinned Tommy Rogers after hitting him with J.J. shoe. Yes, we got those loafers again this week, while Luger and Sting defeated the Powers of Pain. J.J.'s passion comes through there as, as he offered the assist, and that one and was critical to the Horsemen winning the match. Speaking of passion... It's time for me to tell you again about something that I'm super passionate about. Yes, it's life insurance for GoliathLife.com. This is really about peace of mind, though. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. We're all going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit GoliathLife.com. And I mean right now. Listen, I've lost two friends in their 40s in the last year and a half, and I don't even want to think about what their families would be doing if they didn't have life insurance. If you don't have it, get it. Protect your family. And I suggest you go to GoliathLife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance super easy. Goliathlife.com streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes from more than 20 carriers within minutes. And you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price, you start the online application, and even schedule the medical exam to come to you. I've done it. They sent some paperwork to my office. I skipped the phone calls. All the crazy, invasive conversations, Goliathlife.com makes buying life insurance simple No hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle. Hell, not even a phone call. Goliathlife.com is life insurance. In your hands, on your time, get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at Goliathlife.com. So aren't in the finals of the event, Sting and Luger, with Magnum by their side, defeat the NWA Tag Team Champions, the Horsemen. We have the closing moments of this one. Let's look at how it all went down right here in Greensboro.
3: ...mets the tag. It's kind of like the, you can use a statistic like ta- a tag ratio. Or how many times you've tagged your partner in a match to tie the possession in a football game? Right. You, you stay on the attack. You keep a freshman in the ring for, the, for the, the short intervals and tag in and out a great deal. And that's what Anderson and Blanchard have done here. And what a game plan. Go for a million bucks and go for the PM. Another good statistic would be how many times do you make the tag when you're at a disadvantage like the Scorpion Death clock, or like a Sunset Flip or at moments where it's a pending predicament and you get out of them. They're the best at it. But finally the tag is made. Here comes Lex Luger. Sting fought his way to the corner and Lex Luger's in there. The total package. He is glistening. This man is such a tremendous athlete. Big right hands packing their heads together. The horsemen are in trouble and one million dollars on the line. But don't count Anderson out yet. Anderson with the spine buster, covers Luger. This could be it. It's a 2 count, It was Lex Luger almost getting out. Sting made the save. And now all four men are in. This one here is breaking down to a pier six brawl. Blanchard and Anderson outside. Magnum TA grab the foot of Arn Anderson. 2 count only. 2 count, And now they got Magnum by the hair. Luger rolls him over. There it is, Jim Luger. Let's Luger. senior memorial cup tag team tournament they have won one million dollars and what a great scene that is, hugging Magnum TA. Lex Luger, high fives to the fans all around, and one million dollars richer. I know this has to take some of the sting, so to speak, as you see the man named Sting, but some of the bad taste out of what happened in Jacksonville with Barry Windham for Lex Luger. What a night for Sting and Lex Luger as we go back and take a look at the Sting. And Blanchard, hammering each other, they went on the outside. But watch here, on the right part of your screen, we're going to see Magnum T.A. Don't he get a little bit involved, and I like it. Yeah, Magnum is not a man to back down. We've seen it so many times. And, of course, right here he says, what the heck? JJ's done it? Why not? And right here I thought momentarily this is going to be it. But just maybe a second delay from Tommy Young right there to make the count. he's across the ring and then he says, I might as well do it. That is what we thought would be the pin. But no, coming out of it was Arn Anderson. And you know the first thing he would do. He's incensed, no doubt, that Magnum TA got involved in Arn Anderson. Directed looking right at Magnum TA and grabs him from behind. That takes a big man to do that, doesn't it? Grabbing Magnum from behind by the hair. But look at the package, Tony. He's thinking, and he's going for a million bucks right here. And it's the million dollar bid. The fans watch it closely. It'll go down in wrestling history. Here comes from Tommy Young. Tommy Young catch one. Two and three and right here their names will go in the record but the winners of the third annual Jill Crockett Senior Memorial Cup Tag Team Tournament, Lex Luger, and Sting.
1: The million dollar pin, Arn there it was. Well, once you
2: figure out you're not gonna get the million dollars, you have lost the match then you see it for what it really is. The fact that Magnum was out there and able to play a part in that win. Everybody in the wrestling industry suffered when that car wreck went down. And I mean, we, those of us that really knew Magnum and uh, knew the dues he had paid and knew what he had in his future and any number of barometers that you can you can think about or bring to light, the fact that this guy had manned up, excuse me, had nutted up, had made his way down to the ring, and basically just had his presence take that arena to another level and be able to get involved in the match in a way that was safe for him, but effective. You got to love it. Because that guy could have died that night in that car wreck. And every day I thought about Magnum. And still to this day, I still think about him. Um, it took a hell of a man to, to come down that aisle and be ringside and get involved with that match. And internally, you got to know he's thinking, God, I wish I could just, oh, yeah, just be whole yeah. for another day nothing but respect for the guy and to this day you know i my you know my hand won't be functioning real well my low back will be out or my neck will be bothering me and i'm sitting around feeling sorry for myself and i think well you stupid son of a bitch magnum fights every single day just to have a, a normal life he don't complain shut your mouth mm. and that's the way i live my life and uh that's the kind of impact a guy like that has on you.
1: Absolutely. And and you've shared it before on here on how important storytelling is. And you think about what we just saw and what we watched uh, last week, we saw the midnight rider take on JJ. Cause you remember the angle where Tully attacked uh, him. And so now we see midnight rider take on JJ. So there's some comeuppance there. We know Dusty's sp- suspended for 120 days. And then uh, it pays off nicely here for that whole angle with Magnum because now he's getting the assist to give Luger the uh the win against you guys, getting Tully Blanchard back, if you will. So it ties it all together so nicely in terms of storytelling. Hundred percent,
2: my friend. Emotion, that's what was selling tickets in those days. You know, just pure emotion and drama. And and characters that connected with the audience.
1: Mm. Well, they're the winners, the million-dollar winners. Again, the push for Luger and Sting as the new face, the new up-and-coming stars, just like we talked about at the end of The Clash. They're two headliners again here for the Jim Crockett Memorial Cup. And we're in the home stretch uh, of April, closing it out. On the 24th, you guys are in the Omni, one of your favorite places. The crowd is only 1,400, so uh, we'll talk about it. This card featured you and the Midnight Rider in a match uh, you know that happened here. You uh, went uh, when Dusty Rhodes hit you with a chair and then punched the referee. We know it's not Dusty because he would do that. They wouldn't do that sort of thing. But in the semi-main event, Tully and Rick defeat Sting and Luger in a match that almost went 20 minutes. When Barry hits Sting with a lariat, and arm. We want to note that Ric Flair did not appear at any of the scheduled shows or TV tapings for the next four days. And refunds were offered as a result. Uh, so that's interesting. Following that amazing angle and the match he had with Nikita at the Crocker Cup, obviously something had to be the reason, and we're unable to uncover it in our research. Not sure if you can recall anything. I know that's going way back. but uh, No, no,
2: but that's it's definitely something was going on. It yeah. was, he, was he out of the country?
1: No idea. Like I said, we couldn't find anything on it, but it's just uncharacteristic, especially when you think about their, uh, they give fans refunds, something that never happened back in those days in terms of Flair not making an appearance and refunds being offered. But little nugget for all those keeping track at home for April, end of April, 1988. Uh, April 27th, uh, JCP records television from the TBS studios once again in Atlanta. Flair was not in attendance as scheduled, but all the other horsemen were and Barry joins you and Tully, as well as the inspirational leader of the Four Horsemen, Jim, James J. Dillon, at the desk for an interview with Tony. Now, this is the final segment that we're going to review this week, and this is what you all had to say. Let's check it out.
3: So there was what happened in the
4: dressing room right after the big thing. Let me tell you what. Justin Rhodes, who are you? You know, everybody thinks that what I've done is so bad. All I've done is join the most elite group of professional wrestlers. Justin Rhodes, who puts you above the law? What makes you better than everybody else to where you can do something and get away with it? Huh? Answer that question for me, will you? You out there. What I have done is become a member of the four horsemen, not by invitation, but by my ability and talent alone here and they are right there with me. I am a member of the best team of professional wrestlers today and I will stay there. I am the cream of the crop and there is nobody in professional wrestling that is going to stop me or can beat me. Luger is nowhere near my talent and neither is Jesse Yost. So Midnight ready you call yourself, bring it on down because I can take care of myself and if I can't, i have my friend. You know, B.W., it's great to have you with us. You know, everybody in our group, in our elite group, knows Dusty Rhodes like the back of the hand. You can go back a couple years to the Omni with the leg. You can go back to the titles that I've taken from him. And you know, B.W., now the last thing that he had in his mystique was this, and you've taken that. But you know, we've got these back. Players, the World Heavyweight Champion, we always said, you've got to have the gold to really be somebody in professional wrestling. <laughs> well, on May the 13th, BW. now that you're the newest member, I think it's only fitting that you should be the United States Heavyweight Champion, too. And I know you can take everybody in that place. The U.S. Championship is something that J.J. and I have already talked about, and believe you me, not far from now, it'll be right here. Yeah. Double A, please put it all in proper perspective for us. I'm going to say one thing about this. I don't want to toot our horn out here, but toot, toot. All things considered, these are back where they should have been all along. Now moving along, Dusty Rhodes, Midnight Rider, whoever it is you want to call yourself. If you are what you've always professed to be, the American dream, then don't come out here and plead. Don't come out here and beg. Wyndham to fall back under your wings, fall back under your shadow, the whole theory behind the American dream is a little man can rise from nowhere to the top of the world, that's what the American dream is, you can achieve what your potential and what your gut will let you achieve, don't begrudge Barry Wyndham that same night, don't be an hypocrite, rise People will stand behind anything you say. But we know you to be exactly what you know yourself to be, a hypocrite. When the has done one thing for himself once in his life. It's not, come on, Barry, get in a limousine, go where I want to go. It's not, come on, Barry, come with me, lad. let's go do what Luther wants to do. For one time in his life, he grows up and be the man he wants to be. He's six 6'6", six, he's 265 pounds, and what he is above anything else, nobody will ever be able to take away from him, as now he's a horseman. And gentlemen, our criteria, that's the bottom line. What this is called is stacking them up for you, Rose. Your final horror is, the bottom line is, a quote out of history. There's something nobody's ever forgot. Keep in mind, he gave his only forgotten son. We are the best. We are the horsemen gets to Houston for the tournament. Gary Wyndham will
1: be ready. More action fans right after this time. Okay, so I want to say a few things here. First of all, Arn, the white sunglasses, the cream-colored shirt, the blonde hair. It really accentuates that mahogany tan that you're sporting there, brother. Second only to Hulk Hogan, man. Look at you. What you're saying, just go ahead and say it, is I
2: was looking way too good.
1: You were looking good, man. You were ready. Yes. 1998, April. It was a good time of life for you, my friend.
2: Let's don't even get started on that Rand and big rope chain and that Nugget watch I sport. Neither let us.
1: We don't even have to go there. <laughs> uh, that's why I started that show with the, with the white sunglasses. You were rocking them in that promo. Me and Elvis. There you go. Yeah,
2: that's the only two that I think can pull that off.
1: You got it. There's, there's others that have tried, but they can't touch yarn. Seriously, though, here, Barry was really good, man. He was believable. He was really, dare I say, toot-toot here, and uh, amazing chemistry immediately. We know Barry had it. He had it in the ring especially, but this was a very well-done interview. Was there any doubt at all that Barry would fit like a glove with the horseman?
2: Don't, and I think, you know, when I just pointed out that the guy finally did something for himself, that resonated with a lot of people. That wasn't a, a heel thing or a baby face thing. That was just, hmm. Yeah. yeah. You're right. He is good. He is so good. He deserves something. And, uh, you know, once we said that, it was like, okay, that fits. That
1: works. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, so, closing out April, there's a double shot because it is Jim Crocker Promotions, after all. It's uh, Norfolk, <laughs> you and Flair defeated Sting and Luger after Wyndham interfered later that night in Miami. Yeah, from Norfolk to Miami, you lost to Lex Luger by countout. And one last event we're in Laurenburg, Larenbo- North Carolina. It's sold out. They're hanging from the rafters. That's right, 620 people at Pate Stadium watched the main event that featured the Midnight Rider and Luger. Defeat you and Tully and JJ in a handicap match. All joking aside about the small town of Lorenberg, it's close to home, and this show was the last time. Here it is the last time Dusty wrestled as the Midnight Rider. What a month, Arn. Somehow the horsemen became an even more dangerous and imposing faction. Sting and Luger once again have emerged as the heroes following the Crockett Cup. JJ was bludgeoned by the Midnight Rider. This has been a lot of fun, but an awesome trip again down memory lane. And, uh, I hope you had a good time going through this with me this week.
2: I really do, Paul. You know, it's, it's always nice to sit. It's okay to be a wrestling fan again. You know, we went through a long period there where it was sports entertainment or nothing. Well, it's okay to be a wrestling fan because this is what professional wrestling is. This is the storytelling that people, you know, when they come up and say, you were a big part of my childhood, this is what they meant. And it was, you know, the, the audience knew the characters. They liked who they liked. They disliked who they didn't like. And it was, man, it was just a great form of entertainment for people and, uh, you know, that that, that like wrestling. And uh, this, you, other than us taking a step down, And it has been argued that this might be a step up for the horseman and a brand new recharge.
1: That's right. It was believable. It was real. You had passion and it sucked us all into just some amazing storylines. And I love recounting this history with you, Arne. And we're not stopping because next week the horsemen continue the gallop. And we're in May, 1988. Barry captures the U.S. title Rick continues working against Sting and Luger and you and Tully continue to show the world why the both of you alongside with the other horsemen in the words of David Crockett rule professional wrestling, my friend, it has been a privilege to do this with you again. And buddy, we're going to be back again next week. As I said, great job, Paul. Ah, good stuff. Well, listen on behalf of the enforcer, Arn Anderson, I'm Paul Bromwell and you've been listening to Arn. We'll see you next week. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on, right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search BLEAV on YouTube or wherever you listen.